we're starting over. <laughs> hey, welcome to the new Pope. Hello. Welcome hey, to the welcome Pope to the New Hope Podcast. This is New Hope Podcast. Yes. Hey, welcome to the New Hope Podcast. This is Brennan, Josh, and Rick. Hey, Rick. We're talking Star Wars <laughs> and Hope, of course. <laughs> hey, Brennan, I got a good quick question for you. Yes, Rick. Uh, just uh, off the top of your head, can you tell me if you won an award ever when you were a child? Uh, I did. Um, in Boy Scouts, I won uh, first place in a boat racing competition when I was in like... It was a paper boat? Yeah, no, it was like a wooden boat with like a yeah, paper yeah. sail, and I uh, won first place, and it was like fifth grade, and did, that's the only thing I think I've ever won in my life. Did your dad add lead paint to the top of it to I mean, make it go faster? I can't disclose that information for legal reasons, <laughs> oh, but sure, I okay. still hold the trophy. So so the question, the question on the table would be is like, let's say that... Okay, so you won that award fair and square. Yes. Totally did. Um, Dad didn't help at all. Uh, but, hey, afterwards, you were like, you know what? I could have done better on this boat, right? And so uh, then yeah. you kept like so you, carving it keep, some more. Uh-huh. and like you Pay, added I put, some, my, put more flame decals on it to yeah, really exactly. sell it. And then, and then later, when people were like, oh, my gosh, did you win an award? You say, I did. Here it is. And it's Here's decked what, out and tricked out and not right, the same it's like, boat. It's like, whoa, that's you, you made that as a fifth grader? And you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of. I was also an adult <laughs> who pulled it out later and then added all the like bells and whistles to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was really good. So here's here's my thing on this is that do you know how many Oscars Star Wars has won? Um, all together? Yeah. All of them. Okay, go for it. You think it won all of them? All of the all Oscars. Of, all, the Oscars. <laughs> all of the music Oscars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Han Solo went into every home and just nabbed them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say they probably won. I would say two. Two. Ooh, I would, would say two. You would be wrong, sir, uh, because it is won seven. What? Dang. Oh, yeah. Get ready for this. Uh, so John Williams won for the best original musical score. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won for best visual effects, mm-hmm. best sound mixing, best film editing. Uh, they also won for best production design, best costume design. Mm. They uh, also uh, received a, and it, this one wasn't like on TV or anything, but it was a special achievement uh, Academy Award. Mm. Uh, and these all took these awards all happened in 1978. Where it was nominated was best picture, best supporting actor, best director. And like, best original screenplay, and they're all nominated, but it, they didn't win at, the, at those. Huh. So this is this is a major achievement. I think it won for the in same. Cinema. I think it won for the same reasons that like Lord of the Rings won. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it became a huge hit with the like audiences. Tons of people went to go see these movies. Sure, yeah, they were very well like made. But I wouldn't like this. I was shocked to even see supporting actor on that list because I, when I watch Star Wars, I don't watch it for the acting. I watch it for the right, uh, the special effects, the costume design. Well, he, right? He, I'm, I'm not going to get into why he was nominated for best mm-hmm. supporting actor, which was Obi Wan Kenobi. But oh, it was uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't like oh, I thought it was Harrison Ford. Maybe. Oh no, no okay, it was not. Huh. It was it was Obi Wan Kenobi. Huh. Nice. So what's Obi-Wan interesting about nice. what's interesting about this is that imagine if you were to say like, hey, I'd really. I'm like going back and watching all the movies and why they won the awards that they did. And then you go to watch Star Wars and you can't. You can't watch Star Wars the way it won I think it could, back in 1970. I mean, I guess you could if it, you like found a VHS copy and you paid a lot of money to somehow track it down and find it. But the movie that we most general public have access to 
is not the same movie that won seven awards. I mean, it would probably still win the editing one when, like, you have that giant, like, thing on Tatooine walk across the screen and blocks all field of view. Yeah, that, that makes, would probably that still win the totally award. That makes totally sense for editing. Also, yeah, the, <laughs> the special effects the special of <laughs> Job of the Hut. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, and stepping on his tail, that was. And him, like, talent. dodging when the bullet, like, yeah, exactly. when, when Hansel, oh. like, twitches his head in an unnatural And, he, and one for sound manner. mixing, too. So the doink, like, yeah. <laughs> as the stormtrooper hits his head. And they amplify it. Yeah, exactly. You think that that, those, are, those aren't the reasons why it would have won. Mm hmm. For this, like this, the awards that it no, did. No, it would have not won those awards. And then, and then at the point, like the only thing that really was untouched was maybe Obi Wan Kenobi's like <laughs> acting. Yeah, like that wasn't changed. Mm -hmm. But all the things that it won for were changed. Yeah. And so I just think it's interesting as we've been talking about Star Wars and, and looking at George's original intent. This is uh, this is something that maybe I disagree with. I don't know about you, Josh, and how far you would willing to go, but I would disagree with. The special editions uh, being his original vision. As much as he says it is, mm -hmm. it, it isn't. You know? There's no way. Yeah. So, I mean, like, when you when you think about making something or, or creating something, and then you open it up 10 years later, and you are you still willing to say, hey, that's still my original vision? Because I'm sure he did things and added things because he's gotten older, more mature. His kids have changed ages or, you know, has kids now. And so that things just, you know, start going there. Stupid, mm -hmm. stupid little goofy slapstick humor is now good. Right. Well, in it, it might, it feels like he needs it a little <laughs> yeah, bit more or something. I yeah. I, it, it's interesting yeah. though that he, he, he goes this route. And so, uh, there was an, an interview around the time that, uh, he, uh, he was preparing to make these special editions where they had just they had just come out into the theaters. And granted, they weren't the same as the ones that we see on uh, our DVDs or our Blu-rays. And actually, let's back up. Let's tell a little history of it. So there's the first changes that he made, which were in the theater. He, he made those mm -hmm. uh, right before, um, in the 90s, right before uh, Phantom Menace came out. He was making, he's making those mm -hmm. changes. And then it came out on DVD. And then he made some more changes there. And then after the uh, that one Blu-ray came out, he even made more changes, Neither right? More. And so you can imagine, like, he gets asked a question, like, I don't know, randomly someday between the DVD and the Blu-ray coming out. And he's like, someone's watching Return of the Jedi with him. And he just goes, oh, mm. you know what, George? That I guy stood the e up the really Ewoks, Why don't they blink? Why don't you ever have him blink? And he goes, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Someone just told me that the Ewoks don't blink, and it's the first time I've ever noticed it. So he goes running into the office, and he says, Guys, the Ewoks don't blink. <laughs> Make the Ewoks blink. Make it happen. <laughs> it's imperative. Minutes. This will improve the movie. It's interesting. I never get quotes on why he chose to make certain changes to the things that he did, other than he says that this is what I, my original... I was originally trying to do this, but we didn't. The special effects weren't there yet, and stuff. And I don't they know about Han job, shooting first. They or, made Jabba uh, blink. Yeah. <laughs> so why couldn't they just make the Ewoks blink? Well, back in the day, because they were the they were costumes. Blink. Yeah, exactly. That was part of their their <laughs> culture. No it's blinking. A, it's no it's blinking. shameful. It's rude to blink in public. It's shameful to, to blink. <laughs> um, so you you, you, you know you just think about like what well, he says that the special effects you know or that the 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 way to do visual effects or the CGI wasn't there yet when he was making Star Wars, so he couldn't make things that he wanted. And I just get puzzled with that because it's like, but you made you switched who shot first with Han. And you CGI'd his head. Like, there was a physical actor there. Yeah. You could have said, um, Harrison, can you move your head 
to the right. Just a quick just little Just a quick lean. little jab for me. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It sounds like he just really changed his mind. Mm-hmm. And everyone really wants to argue about, is this George's original attempt, these special edi- editions, or is it him changing his mind? I would go on the fence of saying it's 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 him changing his mind. Yeah. yeah. He's changing what he originally had in mind at the time. So uh, just thoughts on that. So, like, look, we're not arguing and saying that this is potentially the perfect film ever made. In fact, mm-hmm. I know Brendan is not a big fan of A New Hope. Shh, don't it's, tell people. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's just, eh, Really, eh. really no, struggling. So it's, 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 no, 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 no. It's I, a, it's I struggled a, with that, Brendan. It's a good film. I enjoy watching New Hope. It's it is the film. most. It won seven Oscars. Yeah, exactly. It won seven is, Oscars, Brendan. It, the, the music is wonderful. It is the most complete film. Like just in the so, like, happy. well, so you watch the yeah right. Well, it is. It's great. the The score is amazing, but you, um, it's the most. It, it could almost be its own standalone film, and you. It's the only Star Wars that I think you can say that about. Wasn't that the original intent? Well, I think if if he or, claims if he claims that yeah, you know, he had them all lined up, but he had to only pick one because he could only get one studio. Remember, like there were tons of studios that turned down Star Wars: A New Hope. They were mm-hmm. like, "Nah, this won't make any money." We won't take it. And then 20th Century Fox was like, oh, we'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. And so he could only make one. Yeah. Right? And so having no idea if this was going to work or not, you're right. It kind of does when he mm-hmm. chooses to sit down and write it at that point or, or take which one, pick one out of the yeah. nine that he had and say, okay, this is the one. Yeah. You know? I mean, it could have literally been like the only movie and it would have – you you didn't know if when – when the only thing that says that there could be a sequel is that Darth Vader flies away at the end and he's still sure, alive. Right. But other than that, it looks like the Empire's done, right? You yeah. destroyed that giant Boo. like who who says they had more bases than that giant base, right? How could yeah. you have a have a guy how could you have a bigger base <laughs> than the Death Star? Or like a second that's Death a, Star. That's a the small super moon. Death Star. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, the episode four it ends, it's like that's the end like right, it's right. a complete movie front to back. Gets so, yeah, everybody gets metal. Yeah, everybody gets metal. Except for Chewie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? Chewie keeps getting left out of things. I feel yeah. really bad for Chewie. Eh, I mean, he, he's like he, a second-class citizen. Let's 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 look at the re- reality of it. Uh, Luke and Han are the ones that got into the like you know the the gunner stations and and Chewie kept coasting. Oh, sorry, with the he Millennium was Falcon. flying the Millennium Falcon. Have you seen how? I was watching those shots. I feel like he was just coasting. He it was, was like more like, like it was a stationary object that those Tie Fighters could just shoot at. Chewie does not yeah. get the respect he deserves. And yeah. that and that's maybe maybe that's a highlight to where we we should go with this is that look we're just trying to say that the you know what some people want to say that we think that A New Hope is perfect and that's why we've been like just saying look they we need to re-edit these prequels and we're. They're, we're against the prequels. N- no, no, we we love Star Wars, but we're gonna be clean. Like Star Wars: A New Hope isn't a perfect film. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason why it didn't win Best Picture, right? Uh, but in the sense, like Brennan said, it's a really good film. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we wanted to and nitpick it, we could. We certainly could. Oh yeah, we could do that. In fact, I Brennan, here's your chance, man. Nitpick anything. Anything? Anything from A New Hope. Uh, What's one thing you're always bothered by? And it doesn't have to be one of George's special edition visual effects. Let's see. Uh, that radar gun guy? The radar gun guy? Which radar gun guy? Uh, the guy in Yavin 4 who is like making sure the Millennium Falcon, when it flies in, is not speeding? I don't know what that is. He looks like he's holding like a, it's um, a price checker. Yeah, it's like a price checker. <laughs> Just he's like a, he's I think it is a price he's checker. He's appraising the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I'm to see if it's worth enough. What's to land. his job? 
What is his job, really? I don't know. Maybe he's... That's the whole thing. I don't <laughs> Maybe know. he's, like, scanning Ooh, for... 100 miles an hour. Looking good. All right. You're clear to land. I, it just says to me a little weird, like, Millennium Falcon isn't really part of the rebellion. So when it's flying in, like, what's his job? Does he, like, have a gun where he's like, I'm going to shoot him. Can he call in, like, orbital, a, like an yeah. orbital strike on them? Or is, it, or is he checking <laughs> their speed? Whatever it is, he's not doing a good job keeping out the bad guys. Because <laughs> Who knows he just let the ship. Millennium Falcon in. And it is not like I don't think it would be registered with them. I don't mm-hmm. think Han would be like, you know, just to be safe. I think I'll just register the Millennium Falcon with the Rebellion in case I ever have to land there or mm-hmm. just stop by. Yeah. So <laughs> it didn't yeah, make. I mean, and granted, yeah, Princess Leia could have called in advance, and people could be like guys, all over our comment section, like, "Come on, Rick, Princess Leia was on there." Yeah, but Princess Leia like wasn't really paying attention either. We could nitpick that. Like, what could else we could nitpick a bit is, like, remember that they escaped, and she's the one that said, like, Oh, no, our escape was way too easy, right? Surely we're being tracked. Yeah, and then and then the TIE Fighters come. It's like, it's not over yet, princess. All right, we're not out of it yet. They sent, they, they sent f- like, five. Yeah. <laughs> they sent, like, five TIE Fighters after them. They, they had the last known Jedi on board, right? Right, like, right, right. Like, right. a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, Okay, well maybe these people these are important or know pilots. something. Uh, right. Let's send um, five ships after them. Yeah. I know we have like over, you know, we got like five thousand ships on hand. She literally we're says them, it doesn't. We're she five. says that they're, they, they're obviously tracking. Our us. escape was too easy. We're clearly being tracked. Right. And okay. Then Han's like, so where do you where do you want to <laughs> where do you want us to take you, toots or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, the rebel base. The rebel base. The uh, main rebel base. Well, aren't people? Aren't we being tracked? Ah, it'll be fine. We got the plans of the Death Star. There'll probably be a big exhaust right. port that we can shoot. So we'll it fine. is true. It's kind fine. of funny. It's like when you arrive at Yavin Fort, they have it set up like, everybody have a meeting. We're going to look at these plans. All right. And it's like they're talking as if the Death Star is coming to them. So like, it was like totally was the know. plan all along. The plan all along was... Hey, uh, they're obviously tracking us. Well, cool. Let's send them to your rebel base, and then yeah. we've got these plans. Question. Let's hope it works out. Question. So, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Why did the Death Star need to be quote in range of the rebel base? Well, I mean, you don't want to fire it up twice and because destroy the moon. Why not? In, could, in the yeah, way. When did the Death Star? Yeah, when did the Empire ever care? Let right? us show us our ultimate power. It's like. But they, preserve this they giant could, planet in front of us. Yeah, they could have easily destroyed. They could have yeah. blown up Yavin and then blown up the base right afterwards. I think it's no like problem. How it should have ended it has it that like if, yeah, if the Death Star, which we learned in right Rogue through. One, can can like just transport yeah. over to anywhere. You know, could have transported to you know, the, hyperspace. Yeah. Boom, hyperspace, just a little bit further, just to the dark side of the moon. Boom. And then yeah, and done. then just yeah. blow that yep. up. Yeah, so. In range is a silly idea. Luckily. I think I think it would have been more interesting. So if like we're talking about like what changes we would have made or things like that, one change that I'd easily willing to see is that it wasn't that they weren't in range because there was a planet in the way. It's mm-hmm. because they just used their hyperdrive to get there. So they and so have, they, ha- they had like charge up or they something. They got to charge up mm. and 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 they know how long it's going to take for it to charge like the, up. It's in the plan somewhere. Right. That yeah, says in the that. plan saying this is how long it has to charge up. That makes like more that. sense. Yeah, that I mean. That's small. That's minor. It really would only change one thing. It would change the diagram that's on the um, computer mon- yeah. uh, monitor. That uh, back star at Yavin. will be in range just... in five minutes. <laughs> be charged in five. For somebody about minutes. to be blown up, they don't seem very enthused. Oh, that's just the people. Like 
the rebellion is a very serious group. Very, very serious group. Yeah, yeah. Very serious group. <laughs> they're they're really attached to the seriousness that you would find from the seventies. <laughs> like just <laughs> really honing in on that. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Josh, earlier? I cut you off. Um Oh well we we, we talked about Radar Man yeah. with his price checker. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we talked about uh that she obviously Princess Leia forgot that there was a tracker just within seconds. Mm-hmm. Sure, take us to Yavin four, no problem. Um. Oh, like I mean, we could have. I mean, I guess George could have said cut, but I I totally understand that this is a slip and maybe it's just an Easter egg. But Luke Skywalker yells out Carrie instead of Princess <laughs> yeah, Leia. So like, Carrie. <laughs> Luke Skywalker just blew up the Death Star, and he comes back to Yavin Four. Everybody's cheering for him. He's done a great job, you know. He comes out of the uh, X-wing, and Leia comes out, and she's like, Luke. And then Luke comes out, and he's like. Carrie, right? As she didn't Carrie actually call Fisher. him Mark. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I mean, is that terrible? That, that is that scene, terrible nitpick? That scene takes so long to put together. It's like, I know. George really? is just like, but oh, now my question care. is, my but question she could is, redub that. Why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he makes special. Fix. He makes special edits, right? He edits yes, just the absolutely. dumbest things that take a lot of work. Ewoks. Yep. He blinking. won't just edit the him saying Leia. No. Is that that hard? I don't know, man. That is, it's, it's the weird part, history. right? Like, yeah, it's like, why not edit over that? It, it's like you're gonna add if the doink edit, because you had a a, yeah. a a extra can't see through the mask of <laughs> the stormtroopers because it's you know not really designed for combat. It's yeah, designed well, for look to make in it a look movie. Scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it hits its head on the door. Thunk. Mm-hmm. Let's draw attention to that. But not fix the carry. The carry thing. This isn't really a nitpick on the movie as much as it's on George with his special it's editions. Mo- it's mostly me getting mad at George. It's like, what? Well, come on, man. Who do you think you Does are? Does he not know? Oh, I mean, psh, maybe. Maybe he he hasn't <laughs> maybe, watched. Maybe that he hasn't. Part of the I movie. don't know. Maybe no one's ever told him. You're like, you know, You're you like, know, he says carry, right? He's like, what? <laughs> I mean, if he reads anything online, you you catch up. He's listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, George. He no. Listening to this podcast. Yeah. 4K, George. When you oh no, you know what? Disney owns you now, so it's it's all right. Sorry, that never that won't happen. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, the let's look at one one thing that bothers Josh a lot, which is the Millennium Falcon during the uh, Tie Fighter shootout there's the millennium falcons guns and so you got you got um uh, luke skywalker han solo they're running and then they get on these this ladder now mm-hmm. if you've seen the movie obviously try to picture in your head but the ladder goes up, up and, and down, down mm-hmm. in a spaceship that has gravity it's important to remember that yes. it has gravity so they walk or han climbs up the elevator or the ladder and Luke goes down the ladder. Okay. So, Luke is at the bottom. He gets into the chair, but the chair is facing down. Right. Versus yeah, gravity. It's like facing out. Because yes, in the next shot, the ladder is horizontal with the uh, versus oh, yeah. being vertical. Yes. Now, my response to this immediately is, yeah, because they're in outer space. <laughs> but then Josh points out that gravity. But there's flips. gravity. Gravity <laughs> in the. There's ship, still gravity. Right? Yeah, like so Luke is <laughs> Luke should Luke, have his face smacked to the, yes, to the Luke is yeah. falling back into the ship. But it, Han is not falling back into the ship. He's just leaning back in his chair. I mean <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. I've well you drawn... you got I think it's one of those things you gotta watch to really catch it, but like it's just weird. I, I say gravity just changes for those two spots that just 
the gravity just gets flipped from vertical oh. to horizontal. Oh, that makes yeah, perfect sense. Like there's a center, like a singularity in the middle of the ship that perfect. pulls everything. We're forward. designing the oh. ship now. Do you catch this? We We're creating how to make explain this away. It's also, also, no, it's not. The <laughs> guns of the Millennium Falcon, as you know from the scene on Tatooine before they leave Tatooine, the guns are yeah. facing forward. Right. But when they get in the chairs, the guns face straight out. Mm. So they are shooting straight it up and turns. down. It just turns? Yeah, it turns in a, a cone, but it, it can't turn perpendicular. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. don't overthink it. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, I guess you can't just you just can't spend too much time thinking about how the Millennium Falcon yeah, works. Aims. There's there's other much more important things that we could be talking about. Like, like Porkins. Porkins. <laughs> we can talk about Porkins. <laughs> yes. Porkins, a.k.a. Red Six. So every, A.k.a. the big man in charge. Yes. Every pilot in the Rebel Alliance has a, number. a code name, a yeah. number for their squad. Red, one, two, three, four, five, six. Gold, yeah. one, and you And you brought this up. It was actually really kind of clever. I guess Rogue One mentions Red Five at yeah, some so point. So Luke is Red Five in... Yeah. Uh, New Hope. He's not there in Rogue One, so he's not Rogue f- uh, uh, Red Five. So in Rogue One, someone gets shot down. Yeah, that and was they're like part falling. Of that crew. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, this is Red Five. I'm hit." Ah. Right. And he blows and up. up. So that way, that makes so makes way for him to be Red he, Five. So he can be Red Five <clears throat> yeah. while leaving Porkins as yeah. Red Six. Yeah, yeah. I love how Luke can just immediately join the rebellion and be in charge of a million dollar aircraft yeah here's this ship kid have you gone through training nah he's the best bush pilot i've uh oh, i just killed womp rats like at home <laughs> kill womp rats. Yeah. they're in about two t- meters across t- 16 it's not yeah. it's not that hard which is not an x-wing i was gonna say i've been trained with the proper equipment i've gone through all the military experience I'm in charge of this aircraft. You just, what have you done? Well, I just shot I Womp Rats Yeah, the, o- the only thing we ever saw him fly in New Hope was the little land speeder that he... No, that just goes like three three inches off the ground. Yeah, it just, yeah. It just hovers. And, and not to mention C-3PO hits the accelerator, so he's not driving it by <laughs> oh, himself. <is> he not? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It? But that's the thing is, I, you know, uh. I, at one point I thought I was seeing Luke do it, but I couldn't really tell if it was Luke driving or not because there was a giant lizard creature walking in front of the screen blocking my view <laughs> Couldn't tell. from seeing uh, if it was really him driving or not. Pretty much we yes. go from stupid Jawas falling off of that giant thing to them in front of the stormtroopers because yeah, of that yeah. giant stupid lizard thing. <laughs> Block, literally, I can't watch the movie. Literally can't watch the movie. <laughs> get out of the way! Down in front! So bad. <laughs> like, and, then, and then so we're going to get Luke a million dollar aircraft and send him into outer space along mm-hmm. with everybody else. We have a spare. I think Red Five died. You could be Red Five. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> so, so then, so then they're they're off, and so mm-hmm. we got Red Six. Red Six, aka Perkins. Which, so, so here's the thing. So Luke just joined up, and he got to be Red Five. So Porkins, because he's the only other person with a name, or then you know is given a name mm-hmm. other than like Wedge and Luke. Wedge and, and uh, Luke's friend. Uh, yeah, and and so then he's Porkins, but he's Red Six. So did he just join on two, or why wasn't he made red five? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I want to stay red six. And so, yeah. I mean, or was he like the cook? And he's like, all hands on deck. 
we've got this guy from the, out there that kills wombats, rats, and, Womp and rats. stuff. And and then we got the cook. Let's get him on. So Porkins, Porkins, you get, we need your help. Yes. Porkins. Well, anyway, getting back to more important things. Just a great, going it's with just a great Sorry, name. Yeah, Porkins. So Porkins. Every, every pilot, yes, every pilot has a code name, and they use their code names in the fight. Everybody cut the chatter red to gold leader to red leader, right? Uh, whatever they're using their um, their call signs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except for Porkins, <laughs> Porkins the, is called Porkins, the one fat guy. Like the two times he's mentioned specifically, right? And so there, there's one point when he's they're going in for their attack run, and he's like. Cover me, Porkins. And then Porkins is like, I got you, Red 3. You know, just to make sure that he knows that he is Red 3 and that Porkins is Red 6. Right. Not Porkins. It's like Porkins is like, they're quit picking calling, on him. Yeah, quit they're, calling me that. They're like, picking on him. That's Red not his, 3. That's, like, not his real, that's not his real name. That's just what they call him. Yeah. Because Who they're all jerks in the rebellion. What Porkins' name is. You can totally is. see that. He's Big like the guy him. that, like, Always made them like do like you get the the troops in trouble like keep messing up and then the drill sergeant was always like oh. hey guys gonna have to do extra laps you're, because you're, of porkins. you're implying that the rebel the rebellion has a drill sergeant okay well, clearly they a, don't unless they Luke do, went through they training do in not minutes. they do not have a yes. drill sergeant they're just like a ragtag group just a ragtag of, bunch yeah we just free, we just freedom fighters. <laughs> We're just gonna stop the. We're gonna the make empire. a. We're gonna make a drums. We're gonna go get some Ewoks. Make a drum circle. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get find them back with love. No, they don't. They don't seem to have any kind of military. I mean, you know, it, it, honestly, training. when I remember as a kid watching that scene when they're like getting the plans and looking at them for the first time, it felt more like the grandfather was up in the front and everyone was sitting around in the living room and he's <laughs> like, "All right, guys, here's what it is." We got these plans from Princess Leah. Leah. That's right. Oh, yeah. He calls her Leah. (laughs) Instead of Leah. Ah, George. Yeah, man. Everyone's getting all these names wrong, even in your own movie. They're Goongans. 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 Whatever. Doesn't matter. Leah, Leah. Nah, it's all the same. It's just his accent, Brendan. It's just his accent coming out. Yeah, yeah. Grandfather of Rebellion. Just, ah. Leah. Common mistake. No, I think he's dissing her. He doesn't really believe she's a princess because he knows. Because yeah. he's yeah, he's part of that ancient religion. Because he also says, "May the force be with you," which makes no sense. Because on the empire side, they're like Darth Vader, that there, ancient religion there is no of such yours. Thing as the force. Meanwhile, the rebellion's like, "May the force be with you, everyone." Because like everybody knows what that means and is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are the are the people in the empire not given an education? No. Because Clearly I mean, not. it seems like. You know, 20 years ago, in reality, is not ancient. But in Star Wars time, 20 years is ancient. I would not consider Brendan an ancient man. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate but that. Here, I get what you're saying. Like, But the the thing is that we're, we're, we're assuming with the, the ancient line that the ancients, like, it, like, either he's, like, dissing it or he's, uh, you know, he's just a skeptic. He doesn't believe, you know? And so that was... Really, what he was trying to say there, he wasn't actually like he's well aware of what the, you know, Jedi or the Force is. So that that could potentially be it there. Fair but enough. I mean, these are all like legitimate nitpicks. They're all really good. There's, <laughs> I mean, they were not they're not as glaring as um, the ones from uh, 
like the prequels. The no. prequels are just so easy to like rip apart because they have some glaring things. But episode four, they're not they're not as glaring. But the special editions are just they're bad, man. We don't need the Jabba. We don't need they Han distract. Shot. I wouldn't yeah. say that they're bad because the movie still shines out of it, but they definitely distract. Well, so there are some good changes that uh, you know I can get into in like the next couple movies because I think there are sure. some in five yeah. and six that are good, like the right. the addition of the um, Emperor from one, two, and three into Episode five right. and six. The hologram. That's a good change. Yeah. That that one it 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 creates consistency across the movies that you see uh, the same emperor the whole time right that is a good change yeah sure um but it's not but like that one's not imposing or well, like in your face like right. some of the other changes in four are well so it's kind of funny but it's like um here there's two quotes from george lucas so here's the first one the first quote is um any special effect without story <laughs> is pretty boring <laughs> <laughs> So that frog on Tatooine is imperative that it's there yeah. and that we know its backstory. It's an important plot device. Oh my god! So I think I think that just maybe so George believes in it. It's just it's just odd to me. I can't, I don't know how he says that and then turns around and just and just like puts junk on the screen and calls that adds story. I think or that it has story. But so. Everything that I look at that was like part of the special editions, because I paid attention as the special editions have like advanced, and I would have to say the thing that I feel like is is none of it adds to the story. No, and and that's where even it distracts George, from the George story. Is saying, worse, like he's saying himself, like he's a special effects guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that made THX, made better sound. He's in love with perfecting and 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 creating better experiences in the movie cinema i totally get that but i I genuinely believe that george had some type of vision with a story he wanted to tell here here's the other quote and this is what's been driving us for a while but it's been a while since our viewers have heard this but i I just thought i'd I'd read it in full length this time versus like just kind of covering it but here's here's what george said and the reason why he created the force or he created created the story around the force or the the story of star wars basically i put the force into the movie in order to try to create an awaken a certain kind of spirituality in young people more a belief in god than a belief in any particular religious system i wanted to make it so that young people would begin to ask questions about the mystery not having enough interest in the mysteries of life to ask the question is there a god or is there not a god that is for me the worst thing that can happen Hmm. i think you should have an opinion about that or you should be saying I'm looking, I'm very curious about this, and I'm going to continue to look until I can find an answer. And if I can't find an answer, I'll die trying. I think it's important to have a belief system and to have faith. And that's from Mm. an interview with him in the Times in 1999, Mm. right? Just as Phantom Menace is coming out and them asking him about, like, why'd you make Star Wars? So that's the thing about what I like about Star Wars A New Hope hmm. Brandon and I and I totally get this but there is a sense of the, the title fits you know yeah and there's this sense of looking for a bigger mystery they got like Luke who's like on a journey trying to s- discover himself discover something more than this life that he's meant to have and there's some mystery out there and he's just he wants to know more and he wants to learn and and that's interesting too because 
Luke is young, and that's George's motivation was to tell young people, like, look, you need to question things. You need to start um, just exploring. And, 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 and he was concerned because no one in the, the younger community, the younger generations, he felt like was having a conversation around if there was a God or not. And he wanted there to be that kind of thought happening like maybe there's more than just the material world that we see like when, yeah. when han solo is like nah it's just just a bunch of hullabaloo it's not <laughs> right really, this force this jedi thing it's all just made up and then right and then luke does luke like has that blaster visor on so he can block some blasts and then han's like huh huh maybe there's something yeah it's a this. great scene yeah it's a huge scene filled with like tons of like levels and and surfaces mm-hmm. that like just you know that being able to like you could like a multi-layered like you could just like look through that and see all the different things that are happening yeah. within that scene it's a great scene totally. it's easy for like young people to just think that like all there is is their own little world you know and what you see yeah. is what you get and what you make of it here is you know that's it but there's there's older folks generally know that there's more to life than what th- young folks see Definitely, as I've gotten older, I th- I think that I've like wanted Solo, to explore more more yeah. questions that I have, but I c- I can see how like I mean just look at it like he was trying to say like even he was like against necessarily I wouldn't say he's against but he just was like it's not about religion it's about having a faith or about yeah. having hope right and uh, I'm right right there with him I'm I'm on board with that and what I find interesting is is then as a fan base you think about all the young people watching Star Wars back then just got drawn into this and we're like yeah. You know, I want to know if there's more out there. There's more to life, and and what what is life, and wh- where does it come from? And starting asking these bigger mystery questions, and then we turned Star Wars into a religion where we bought all the toys, and then we read all the books, and we just get excited about anything and everything that is Star Wars. And you start listening to a podcast, and you just like, I gotta watch it every, I gotta listen to it every week. And I gotta listen to these guys what they have to say, and how dare they change and alter things? Blasphemy. Blasphemic, yeah. Yeah. It's just heresy. So it's interesting because we try to create a system and try to control. And George is saying, no, look, you can't control, but you got to ask yourself a question. Is there a God or is there not a God? And I just kind of think that's just such a cool thing about what Star Wars conveys is hope. I really love that. The thing that I can compare it to is like uh, Christmas. You like Christmas, Brennan? Uh, You could say it's one of my favorite. Would you agree that Christmas has its own uh little religion within christmas merchandise oh yeah black friday uh, yeah okay sure that's now Start like right black thursday and i yeah. think it's gonna probably seep into wednesday soon. belief systems of like this is what christmas is and this is what we have to do with christmas yeah. right not i'm not talking about why christmas came to be or uh about jesus being born or, or anything like that. i'm talking about like santa claus to here's the traditions that mm-hmm. as a family we do or how america <laughs> handles christmas or whatever but Christmas has like its Christmas merchandise. Here's the thing I find most fascinating as a Christian myself, what I find most fun, fascinating about the merchandise is uh, when you go to the store, look at, look at this come December, l- look at into this and find this. How many times do you see the word hope at Christmas time? You would think hope would be something that's scattered throughout Christmas, but it's not. You've got every other uh, Advent word, being used Mm -hmm. you you even have other ones like wish and believe uh but you have joy you've got love you've got peace but hope is rarely Mm. available it's like 
every once in a while you'll find an ornament that has it on there. That's yeah, every it. once in a while. Yeah. But it it's so bad that like I had to make an ornament myself <laughs> that said hope. <laughs> but the thing that I caught was like you'll they'll have like three of them lumped together, but it'll never be hope mm. with them. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think is so interesting is because Christmas itself is supposed to be about hope, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the culture of Christmas is actually even taking away from the very thing that uh, supposedly everyone is celebrating. And I think Star Wars, the more we get into this, like, let's change things or perfect things or get better or make more movies, we're getting away from what even George intended, which was hope. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about there being something bigger than us. And I want to discover that and talk about that. I mean, the interviewer even asked him, like, later, he said, well, hey, do you, have you, have you continued to explore? Do you have any theories on it? And he says, I do. I believe there's a God. He says, but then he wants to explore that more. He doesn't know what that looks like. And he doesn't know if we have all the answers, but he wants to keep exploring. Mm. And I think that's cool is that I'm in love with that young George and that young Star Wars that won seven best pictures and is just talking about, look, is there a hope or not? And like, let's talk about the mysteries of life and, and look at and through a, the eyes and, of Luke, and right? Immaculate conceptions via the Force. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's later. That's the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Something changed. It all became religious at the, some point. Yeah, and it's kind of look, bizarre. like religion can be distracting, most certainly. And uh, hope really comes from um, knowing that there's something bigger than you, and it doesn't necessarily mean having to say the right Hail Marys or having to uh, go to church every Sunday or, you know, uh, don't do this, eat this, not this, or it it comes from believing. Do you believe that there is something bigger out there? Have you ever taken the time to think about, is there a mystery to life? And I I just want to explore that. I I love that. And that's what, that's what a new hope does for me is it gives me the motivation, tells a story and motivates me to think like that, you know, because it's, it's around that realm. So George has done what we're doing and people complain about that. We're like, Rick, Brennan, Josh, you guys have like changed the prequels. How dare you? But like George changed. I'll say you're all welcome that we changed the prequels. (laughs) (laughs) George was changing his own work. So George is in, in totally in the line of like, let's, let's create an ideal. Like what would this movie be like? And so then, um, so here, we'll wrap this up and say, okay, what edits do you think you like Brennan? Name just a few edits that you do like that he changed. Edits that I like from oh, yeah, episode from George, four. From episode four, A New Hope. What did you like? Um, gosh, I don't even know, man. None of them. You don't like any? I'm trying to think of Not anything. even the doink? Gosh, I mean, I'm just looking at it, and I could be wrong about like what is an edit, but when I just see anything special effects-y, I just think it lo- it's like... Why did he do that? No idea. Why did he do that? It doesn't make it doesn't add. It makes it look worse, mm. in my opinion. Like it just, I mean, just the Tatooine stuff alone. Like you were saying that they got rid of the right. Wolfman. It's like right. why even take that out? Because it looked bad, I guess. I don't know. But it's like, a good question. Yeah, you know, it's just why did yeah. it? There's nothing for me that yeah. I like it, edit wise. Josh, yeah, um, I like the doink. I think it's <laughs> funny. I mean, you know, you're a fool. Either. You either take out the stormtrooper altogether, <laughs> just CGI him out. Yeah, or you, you know, <laughs> digitally you, remove you, him you, there. Yeah, you raise the door. No, I think. Or you add the doink, and I think the doink is funny. I don't know I if mean, you even like had that. It is funny. I don't know if you like had to 
add the sound. Well, it's yes. funny on its own. No, it, he had to add the sound. I, I feel am. like it's funnier to think that like nobody ever noticed it while making the movie, though. Like yeah. I, I find it almost like funny. I never noticed that, it watching like, it as untouched. a kid. I never noticed oh, yeah. him until I hear this doink, and, and I'm like, like what looking, that? "What? Yeah!" And I rewind it, and it's like, "Oh, that dude oh, totally dead. hit his head." Oscar for best editing. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Not really. So I, I, I mean, there, there's something I struggle with, like when when Han turns the corner, right? And there's like it used to be like there's these three guards, right? And he's like, "Oh no!" And he starts running the oh, other direction. Oh, there's a bunch of them. And now it's oh, like I a didn't whole know that was bay. The edit. Of, yeah, okay, yeah, I like, like that edit and, too. Then I don't know. I mean, I hesitate with it, but it's it okay. Makes it, it, it makes it more interesting. Like, oh, whoa, it's bigger than I thought. You yeah, know, like yeah. it's even it's even worse than just three other extra guys yeah. around a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, he really like. I mean, he stops in his tracks. Oh yeah, and and turns screams. around. Yeah, yeah. and it, so. I mean, but it's uh, I don't know. Like when the when the X wings and the Y wings and and stuff are coming in to shot and there's like extra extra ones there's there. like a cgi shot which is completely obvious but it's like a it's like a like a pan yeah of them going towards the death star it, it's cool it it totally i think it kind of adds to it because it's like this big like draw out and you didn't have something like there before it makes the battle look a little more scale <sighs> yeah but it still does it add to the story mm-hmm. you know and I, that's where I, I would agree with you none of those those things add to the story. So I, I already mentioned one for me, which was um, of like changes that we might make, make, but uh, which was that we change it from the Death Star charging up versus Death Star coming into range. Mm-hmm. But would there be any changes or things that would help to the story at all? I mean, that's just so minor. Uh, Han does not shoot second. <laughs> change that I, back? Yes. You're just back. bitter. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't want Star Wars to be a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's an, an important change. Uh, I mean, for the special edition one, it's just, it's just just a new hope in general. Oh gosh. Well, so now if we're not talking about special edition edits, just to change things with it. Sure. Right. Uh, they could have included some kind of job of the hut because if if you remove that job of the hut scene, th- uh, the only idea that. I like the idea of there being a job of the hut scene in episode four that like, or like somebody that ties comes, it back to three that tie will that will, that'll like tie it back to episode six where it's like, why does Jabba or, the oh, hut yeah, six, hate, why does Jabba hate Han Solo so much that he won't like sell him? He needs him on his wall. Like he yeah, I didn't even get that in that, that scene though. Jabba just Jabba hates Han. Cause he, he stepped he on his tail. Though he swindled him one last time and he got sick of it. But from like I don't know, you watch that conversation with him and Greedo, especially because I think the original didn't even have subtitles, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you wouldn't ever know what the heck, like why Han Solo was, yeah, gets but I don't frozen think it was meant to. I, I just think it's interesting is like even if without those scenes, I still feel like I get the rift between the two of them is because I get Han. He's a swindler. He's swindled a lot of people, and yeah, you know. But like the actual you, scene, but you the, like so the actual scene where he is talking to uh, Jabba when w- that we complained about when he like steps on his tail. That scene when he's talking to him is like, I owe you this money, but I got this one job, and I'll come right back and I'll pay you. And you're never gonna. Do I it. think you need that scene. Mm-hmm. I think you need it for like just to just to make it so like when he is going back to Jabba at the end of four. Mm. And then, and then he does make the hero play at the very, very end. Right. right? Cause, cause that, he, he is a, taking that money and he, you could think he's that taking he's that big risk that he's not going straight to Jabba with it when he, right. when he should be. So, um, 
I think that scene when he's like talking to Jabba, it's like, I'll pay you, I'll pay you. Like I got, well, this is my last job and I'll come back and it right. pays enough that I'll pay you off. That I think that is a good scene. I don't like that. Like if that was in the original somehow, like not CGI'd and stupid looking, it could, that could have been a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I don't know how he would have met Jabba. I'm not trying to like write the scene. I just but think it, who knows? It, it's, a, it's an essential scene for the, for the story for Han Solo. Right. Okay, yeah, cool. That That's there. awesome. Yeah. I totally see that. Well, okay. So we're going to just have to cut, cut it here, but we're going to roll into um, episode five, Empire Strikes Back. I like episode the five. The worst Star Wars movie ever made. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at no so many people panic. Look at this. Just right? freaking yeah, out right there at the last one. second. I love that movie. But hey, we will continue to talk about hope. Of course. Of course. But we were out. Later. Later.